Can a nap really help you get a better night's sleep? That's our text donation. I'm Fred Fishkin. Joining us is Daniel Gartenberg, CEO of Sleep Space. Hi, Daniel. Hi, thanks for having me. Pleasure to have you. Between wearables, apps, and a variety of gadgets, there's a lot of tech out there aimed at telling us more about our sleep habits. What is Sleep Space? So Sleep Space, we think about it as a sleep operating system where we're trying to bring all of the various gadgets out there in the ecosystem together under one roof and give you meaningful feedback on ways that you can improve your sleep. And we've focused on using the science of sound, light, and vibration um, to train relaxation and actually make your sleep deeper and more regenerative. So we get a lot of data back from things like uh, the Oura Ring or products that uh, Withings, Withings has on the market, a pad that can go under the mattress, things like that. Watches, other wearables are, are designed to give you data too. So you're trying to take this data and turning it, turn it into something that's productive for us? Is that a good way to put it? Yeah, and it, it's a really kind of tricky problem to solve with sleep. Um, you know, exercise, there's a lot of algorithms where they've figured out, you know, the step calculation is pretty accurate. Um, for sleep, it's unconscious, right? So it's not clear a lot of times to the sleeper what's actually happening while they're sleeping. And sleep is a very com complicated process. We're awake much more than we realize throughout the night, for example. Um, so there's a question of like, how do you even define an awakening? Um, that's sort of an abstract theoretical, theoretical concept in sleep. Um, it's defined by brain waves that are a certain characteristic um, over a 30 second period. Um, and so we have our own algorithm um, that works on the Apple Watch or, or any phone, uh, smartphone, um, and measures the micro motions through the bed or uses the actigraphy on the Apple Watch. Um, the, the hard thing about all these giving people feedback on this stuff is it can do more harm than good in some cases. And there's a new concept for this in sleep called orthosomnia, um, which is actually the idea that the devices are producing sometimes anxiety. Um, if, you're, if you're particularly someone with uh, who has insomnia, for example, you might be particularly anxious. And when you see that your device is telling you that you had 20 minutes of deep sleep, that makes people even more anxious. They start obsessing at it. it can at, about it and it, it can cause a problem. So that's why there needs to be a person at the end of the line or our AI chatbot, Dr. Snooze, um, that sort of gives you um, feedback, holds your hand through this process a little bit, helping you interpret what your data actually means and telling you, you know, the best time to go to bed. Maybe it's time to take a nap now. Maybe this is a good time to um, exercise. And we call this your circadian optimizer. So we'll just take in any data from the Aura, from the Whoop. There's so many of these devices now. Um, and then tell you your natural circadian rhythm and try to entrench um, a healthier circadian rhythm, basically going to bed and waking up at the same time every day um, and getting sunlight at certain in certain times. And you might see here, I have my uh, smart light behind me. Um, it's actually entrained to my circadian rhythm right now. 
um, based on using the sleep space app, it'll change different colors based on where I'm at in, in my, in my 24 hour sleep cycle or circadian rhythm. So you do work with the, with the different pieces of, uh, hardware or wearables that are out there. And then you have something as well, uh, that uh, goes on the bed. Uh, yeah. Tell me about it. Thank you for bringing that up. We, it's called the sleep space, smart bed. Um, it's just a phone charger. It's a very simple invention. Um, but one thing that we realize is part of the nighttime ritual for probably about 90% of people is charging their phone at charging your phone at night. And about 50% of people don't even like to wear anything at night, even this or this is a tracker, this or ring right now. I usually wear an or ring and an Apple Watch because I'm crazy. Um, but a lot of people don't like to wear something while they sleep. Um, and so this is a solution where it integrates putting your phone in the, in the right place at night, um, you know, sort of out of sight. And you can put it at the foot of the bed if you sleep alone or next to you, um, you know, sort of slightly out of arm's reach if you have a sleep partner. And we'll measure micro motions through the mattress to accurately measure your sleep and then play uh, sounds since it's right um, in the same location every day we can more accurately play sounds to block out noise pollution and try to make your sleep deeper. That's, that's interesting. And so that, that is on the market now. Yeah. You, any it's 79 99 and it comes with a, a one year subscription to sleep space as well. You know, we all hear about the, the basics, um, put the phone away, turn off the TV. Why do so many of us have a, a hard time actually doing that? Yeah, and it's becoming harder and harder as we've gotten more and more addicted to the devices. And it's actually a debate in the literature to some degree. Uh, there's a group of folks, um, sorry if I talk academic, I'm sort of from the ac an academic background. Um, but uh, there's a group of folks that think the blue light from the devices is particularly bad. And I work with one of those individuals, Anne-Marie Chang at um, Penn State. And so we have these photoreceptors in our eyes that respond to light, right? And only until like 150, 100 years ago did mass consumers get access to 24-hour light. Um, and where our eyes are attuned, even if they're closed, we have photoreceptors that can detect the different hues of light. Theoretically, um, red light produces less of these photoreceptors that um, control the release of melatonin. This is all working on the light system works with melatonin. So one group thinks that the blue light from all these devices is causing the problem. Some other, uh, another group, um, my, Michael Gratisar, for example, doesn't think the devices are doing that much, but um, basically the act of scrolling through a phone, like is an active thing that can release cortisol. It's a little bit different from watching TV, um, which is sort of more passive. You're not like actively engaging with it as much. And that can cause like this stress cycle. And since we're always around our phones now, um, and we're always sort of working now in this 24 seven stressed out society, that's why we're sleeping worse than ever, um, especially during and after the pandemic. Well, tell me how sleep space can help and step us through what the experience is in using the app. 
Yeah. So everyone starts with their sleep in a different place. You know, some people are struggle, struggling with falling asleep and staying asleep. Other people are just trying to get a better quality sleep. So we meet you where you're at and give you a set of suggestions based on where you're at. And we have a guided six week program for that everyone can use to improve their sleep. And if you're having particular issues, we'll actually connect you with a trained expert in the issue that you're dealing with, whether it's um, problems with snoring, trying to get a deeper night's sleep, even sleep training your baby. Um, so by integrating with all these devices and giving you meaningful insights about your sleep, we can connect various people in the care continuum um, to be able to actually view your data. And we have various coaches using our system right now with clients and they can actually see how the person is sleeping and then give personalized feedback um, and you can get that either with a live person or with our AI chatbot that um, can solve a lot of simple issues for you. AKA Dr. Snooze. Dr. Snooze. <laughs> well, how much does it cost? Yeah, so we'll do, a th uh, um, right now we're, we're doing a 30 day free trial to promote the new software. We're actually just released the new software today. So it's a pretty busy day for me. Um, and so that's a free trial and then $39.99 a year or $4.99 a month. And that'll be on iPhone or Android devices. And anecdotally, we've heard over the last few years, maybe even longer, that uh, COVID and everything else that's going on in the world has, they've really, those things have really affected our sleep patterns. Have, have you seen that? So yeah, there's good science showing that insomnia is on the rise. Um, basically, poor sleep is linked to almost every um, chronic health disease and uh, depression and, um, you know, bipolar and uh, other things are, there's always, there's a sleep component to those things. So as our society gets more and more stressed, it's no surprise that we're sleeping worse. The other aspect of that is if you're not activating your circadian rhythm during the day, like if you're a homebody and you're not like getting out and socializing, even the act of socializing can spike your circadian rhythm. You sort of want to be active during the day. Um, that's giving your body the cues to be tired during the nighttime. So the more we're sort of these introverted, isolated creatures, I think that's also not helping the problem. I can see that. So tell me, uh, how did you get into this? I mean, it's been a passion for 15 years. My parents were in the healthcare system and I saw how broken the system was um, from an illness perspective. And I see sleep as sort of the backstone, the cornerstone of, um, of health and wellness. You know, before exercise and diet is sleep in my mind, because um, how you sleep is going to impact how much you want to snack on fatty foods and how effective you are at exercising. Um, and it's related to, you know, how you process risk reward and um, how, how lucky you are to take a risk, actually. So if we could just, this idea that popped in my mind in, um, I guess, when I was a senior in college, which was 15 years ago now, um, if you could just improve sleep 1%, it would have a dramatic impact on public health. It would be amazing. Um, if you could do that for everybody, it would really help everybody a lot. And that's what's been driving me this whole time. 
I also had some sleep issues when I was a little kid and um, throughout high school, I think I had delayed sleep phase syndrome. So uh, that added to it a little bit. Very interesting. So for more information, where can people go? Sleepspace.com. And we have a bunch of free tools as well, like a personal sleep assessment and a sleep diary. Um, So feel free to check those out. And again, you're, you're pulling data in uh, into the app from these other devices, your Aura Ring and, and other things? Right. So if you've ever, this is a big problem in the space, because like if I ever tracked my data on another app, that data is oftentimes gone if I ever try a new app. Whereas we integrate with Apple Health and Google Fit. So any um, software or hardware device that's ever published data to Google Fit or Apple Health, we can analyze and use that to give you a personalized understanding of your sleep. Terrific. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't become too anxious over that data is what you're saying too. That's what I'm trying to don't read too much into the data. For example, uh, the sleep staging for all of these devices is usually only about 80% accurate. And I've done some of the seminal research on that. And then the other aspect is it's usually for healthy populations that they build the algorithm for. Um, so for certain people, it could be quite off. Very interesting. The website, again, is sleepspace.com, and you can find the app uh, both for uh, Android and Apple devices. Daniel Gartenberg, thank you so much for taking the time with us. Thanks for having me. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio and that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers. And that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB, the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand, without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions, too. Beyond all of that, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC SkyWave SSB. Click on the link at textination.com.